0: Can't
1: hear. I hear. I heard you can. Hey,
0: hey, ladies! Welcome. Welcome.
2: Welcome. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yes, I miss you, ladies. How are y'all? <laughs>
0: Great. Oh my God. Oh, it's time. I'm ta- I, you know, I just don't know what to say, guys. It has been such a struggle for us to get on tonight. What is going on? We we
2: made it. We hey, made it. <laughs> I
1: see.
2: Hey. I'm hearing a little bit, I'm
1: kind of not hearing, but I'm gonna go with the flow.
0: Yes. All right, all right. Welcome, (laughs) welcome, welcome, everybody.
2: Yes.
0: Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the show. Can we talk sports, you guys? Yes. Can we talk sports? (sighs) Oh, yes, we can. Yes, we can. (laughs) Oh, man. I have my helmet on tonight. Uh, so that's why my hair is all crazy, but I'm here. I'm here. Yes. <laughs> so tonight, well, tonight, you guys, we are taking it to part two. woman versus playing time. playing time. We had some great responses last week. We had great comments last week. And so I actually got a hold of... The lady who wrote an article, she wrote an article. She says the benefits of bench warming. Wait, let me go back. Let me go back and just tell you who I am. I forgot to tell you who I was. (laughs) I am Karen Reese. I'm just so anxious to get into this topic. I am Karen Reese. (laughs) And I'm (laughs) Kawashika, And I'm sure we're going to have the other ladies going to be jumping in. So let me just tell you a little bit about myself. I'm married, I have four beautiful kids, and all my kids play sports. I have a softball player, I have a basketball, I have two softball players, uh, uh, a basketball player and a football player. My son played football, I have three girls and a boy. And so, uh, as a mom, you know, I was in the beginning, I was like, okay, my husband was in sports. And so I was busy right. having the kids. I wasn't that much involved. And so when my when my son became uh into football, I got more into football because all the kids were born then. <laughs> and so I got more into football and I um became a booster parent. Shout out to all booster parents who are holding it down for everybody. Right. Team moms, yes. Team yes. <laughs> so I, I was a booster parent, and so as a um, as a part of that, I loved it, and I loved their kids, and so I stayed on and served other mm. um, other kids once my kids graduate, and from that, I got a love a love to talk about sports, and so that's. You know that's a part of my journey right now, of uh, just being a mom who wants to share. You know that was one of the things that we didn't have anyone to come back and impart that wisdom. Nobody came back to tell us, you know, what they did, what they sh- uh, didn't do, what you should do, and so right. that grew in my heart that. You know, us moms, we have to give back. We have to go back and tell other moms, you know, what you did. And so, yes. so we're not constantly reinventing the wheel. And right. so from that, that's where the idea of can we talk sports and bring the perspectives problem. of moms. We need to hear the voice of mom. It is time to hear the voice of moms.
2: Yes. So that's
0: a little bit about yes. me.
2: Yes. Well, I am Kawashika. Just a little bit about me. I am a woman of faith. Uh, I'm a wife, of course. Um, I have six amazing children. Um, And just to start out, how I started out with my sons, my older two boys. um, They was three, three and seven, I believe. And I came from a football family. My grandfather, my late grandfather, all he did is took me to football games and basketball games. And I just read the newspaper at a young age about football, football. So when my sons got a little older and I remember seeing something on TV saying, you know, get your kids started in football, that was it. It started from there. And, you know, from then on, they done went to college. You know, my one of my sons is playing in Colorado. Not only that, you know, my, my kids. I have three boys and three girls, of course, and my girls there and then. So I just want to keep it going and going because when you see that the children have gifts and talents, you always as a parent want to stir up that gift inside of them. So just a little bit about me. You know, I love traveling to see the, being at the games and just just having fun. That that is my joy. That is my peace. But with the can we talk sports? Of course, there are there are positive uh, things that you know we we see, and there is negative, and we want to prepare our kids or the parents for the for uh, with their kids that's coming up in the next generation, so they could be prepared on what's to come. So yes, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited about the show, and. Um, Thank you, Ms. Karen. I give it up. Big shout out to you.
1: <laughs> okay, is it my turn? <laughs> Look, I have, but I think I hear everyone. Okay, I'm Arisha, aka Icy. I know y'all see the spelling. It looks like it says Izzy, but it's Icy. <laughs> so a little bit about <laughs> myself is um, I'm a mother of four, Um, Three biological, one that I took in in the eighth grade, but currently I have a high school senior who just played football um, his senior year. And um, I have two daughters. One was an athlete into track, into powerlifting. The other one was she used to do volleyball. Um, My 17 year old son, he does track as well. And the oldest one that I took in, in eighth grade, he um, did track, at one point he did track basketball and football, and he pursued his career in football, college, went to the league, went to one of the other leagues, and working his way in between both, you know, trying to get back in. So I've had to deal with two types of spectrum of the whole thing of one, one easily recruited, one recruited so it's been a journey I love doing it and I love you know learning the process of all of this.
3: Shannon? Oh hey guys how are you?
1: <laughs> okay. oh, yes.
3: I, you know, I'm just trying to rush to get in here I'm I was at a Christmas party so yes I hear we're introducing ourselves so um, my name is Shannon Mason um, I am a mother of 12, but by marriage. So um, my husband had seven from his previous marriage. I had five from mine. And my five are all athletes. So I have um, one at um, NFL. I have a son that is actually going to um, Try out for professional baseball. I have a daughter who plays competitive basketball. So she plays varsity basketball at McKinney North. And I have twins who play football, basketball, and soccer. So I'm like everywhere, all over the place, five days a week. So that's kind of my spill.
0: All right. All right. So Ladies, um, I was able to reach out to um, the young lady who wrote the article and she wrote an article about the benefits of bench warming. And so I was trying to get her to come on the show. And so she was like, oh, I do writing, but I don't do video. And so I asked her what was behind her writing that article about the bench, the benefits of bench warmers. And so um, her name is Rachel. Um, Can't hardly pronounce her last name, but her name is Rachel. And she said she went to the coaches and she, you know, talked to the coaches and got their point of view. And so she put it in the article. So but her thing is that um, bench warming, and I got from my husband, bench warming is a negative word. So we're going to discuss that. But she said that most all kids, a lot of kids experience sideline, being on the sideline and so she was just saying that 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 right there will help build character and she, she said that by building that character of uh, knowing uh knowing when someone plays better than you how do you deal with that uh, knowing when you're on the sideline and you want to play that how that builds the character of how you have to work harder and so um, we just want to really dig into that uh, about being on the bench or the sideline or, or my husband said as a reserve player. And so let's just kind of just, just talk, chalk that up as let's just kind of dig into that.
3: Well, bench warmers, OK, just say, look, you're warming up the bench for the, you know, keeping it warm. For, I don't know. It's 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 not a bad word to me, um, but then I see how it can be a bad word. Um, but like we said last week, it's it's life lessons. You're sitting there, you're learning the game. Um, it's sometimes being on the benches because it's some things that you. Done. You know, you're, you're on the bench because maybe you didn't meet the qualification for your grades. Um, you're on the bench because maybe you're not taking um, study your play seriously. You're on the bench because you could be redshirting in college or redshirting, um, getting to know, um, because high school sports is different than college. College, college is more fast moving. So um, it's, it's, there's so many ways to look at being on the bench. Um, and if you look at it as a de, um, being demoted or if you look at it as a bad thing, then you'll miss, you'll miss the opportunities to um, change some things. In other words, it's like if you're on the bench, right, if you're paying attention to the game and don't even look at it on a bench, don't even just sit on the bench, if, if you can say that, just like get up and still be involved on the sideline. Pay, you know, pay attention to the game, pay attention to what's going on. So when your time comes, you're ready, you know, and like we said last week, this, this what we call bench warming is, is it plays even on jobs. It's, um, you could be having to sit on the side right now and somebody else gets a promotion over you or you're not quite ready and you need to learn the job a little more better. So it, it's, um. I can see what he's saying it, that the same bench warmer could be, you know, not a good name, but I mean, what other name would you like to call it? You know, I don't know what other name would it's out there besides bench warmer.
0: Right. Um, so, you know, here in Texas, um, Football is really big here in Texas. And I just got an article. I think it was yesterday. We just had our state tournament. And the article was about a player who got sent home at the state game. Uh, he's a, a player from North Shore. And he he's like a top recruit. And he got, he got sent home. So now where we look at Bench Warmer, the next one up who's on the bench had to come up to play in the place of this young player. So right there, uh, there's a saying that my husband used to say, you were as good as your second string because here it is a top recruit that you know wasn't obeying the rules. Uh, for the team he got sent home. So the next one up. So even though he was a bench warmer He got a chance to pull up and prove himself, That's right? You know, so it, there is positive You know, you just have to work hard and be ready to play when that time comes because you never know when the time is gonna come just imagine that kid you know had to play behind this player probably all year long And on the biggest stage of his life, he got pulled to the front. (laughs) I like that right there. The last shall be first. He
3: got pulled to the front. You you got to be ready.
0: He's got to be ready. You
3: never know when that's going to happen. I mean, an injury could happen. And like you said, um, somebody can get kicked out of the game. And if you look at it as... I'm sitting on the bench and you're pouting and you, you got, you know, you know what I'm saying? You're not um, good character. You're not team player. Then when the time comes, you're not ready. But if you're sitting, if you're there and you're, you're anticipating like today's the day, you know, any minute now I'm going to get called, then you're ready. And when your number, you know, there's a lot of guys who've got called up from the bench and end up being like dominating players. That, I mean, people, be, it just, is, it's something about sitting there waiting. And then when you go in, it's like, I will never go back to that bench again. And they play at a level of, you will never put me on that bench. I'm taking oh. this spot permanently. Wow. Like, you you see them come off and they just, they kill the game. It's just like, they're ready to play. So it's, it's not a bad thing. It kind of, it gives you, um. Mo, uh, what is it? Momentum. It gives you adrenaline pumping, like.
2: It motivates you.
3: There it is. Call my number. I guarantee you, I ain't going back. Right. Yeah. Right. It puts a fight in you.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fight. Yeah. 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 What I hear, what I hear is many a cow, few are called, fewer chosen. That's what I hear. Yeah. So when it's your time. When you call, you got to show up. Gotta that's show how you up. become chosen. I mean, because many are called, but few are chosen. That's and right. So when you sit on that bench, it's not a bad thing. You ready. You, you gotta. My son told me the other day, that just means you got to work a little harder. That's
3: right. That's it.
2: You got to work right. a little harder. So yeah, that's what I get from that. Many are called, but few are chosen. Right. So yeah. when it's show time. It's it's
3: showtime. It's, show time. It's, it's
2: show time. it's showtime. Yeah. It's, 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 it's your turn.
3: Look, look at look at the us <laughs> Look at the quarterback. Is it Lamar? When
2: Lamar Yeah. Oh the, my God. What? Oh Oh, my God, I just want to shake
3: his hand Like, really? Look at him He was last in the draft right? He was last in the draft I love the picture where they got him Sitting there with his mom and everybody's Gone and he was the last In the draft, you can call him like a bench warmer At the draft, right? Everybody went up and he's Last and then he, you know, gets Move around on the team or however it goes But when his number was called Come on, how you show that? Come on, and you got everybody lined up to get your jersey.
2: Come on. (laughs) And then you beat, is it Michael Vick What? What? Come on now. So bitch mama is not a bad thing at all. It's just when when it's your time, be ready. Just be ready. Just be ready. Just be ready. Stay learning.
0: Stay ready. So how do you, I have some questions here, you know, we're going to kind of dig into how do you think a player should approach a coach about playing time?
2: Good question.
3: Well, I know when there's times when at OU, Jordan was on the sideline and he would go to the coach and say, what do I need to work on? He don't just go put me in. He's like, okay, coach, what do I need to work on? Um, What am I missing? And so then the coach could tell him, hey, you, you know, I'm, I need you to step up here, here, and here. And then he'd go back right. and work on it. And then Jordan would be able to be put in. So I don't think it, right. it's go up to the coach and go put me in or why are you not right. playing me? It's um, what can I do better? What do you need me to work on? You know, um, right. then when the coach tell you, work on it. And then if he sees that you've worked on it that he'll put you in. It's like Julian, um when Julian first tried out for for baseball and training and the guy says, "Okay, I'm going to give you some things to do at home. I'll know if you did mm. them or not." Right? Mm. So Julian went home, he worked on it, went back to training, he goes, "You worked on them, didn't you?" And Julian's like, "Yeah," he goes, "I can tell." So a coach can tell if you're listening or not. If you if you're right. doing what, you, what he's asked you to do. So I, you know, just going up to him and going, "Why aren't you playing me?" and I should be playing. That's not that's not a smart chess move. The chess move is, "What do you? What can I work on? How mm-hmm. can I be an effective player so I can play and be able to contribute?" Right. That's how you go up to a coach. How can I contribute? Uh,
0: Absolutely. You
2: should, now
0: you know, were talking about college? You know, should a mama go
2: up there for what? <laughs> no. <laughs> What's she was she going up there for? No. What is he for for what? In, in college?
0: No, I said you were talking about college, but I'm saying if a younger player like high school, junior high, you know, we have our parents that are going and sent to the coaches and saying, uh, you know, why my son not playing? Why? At what point no, do the I parents think, do no. it?
2: Let me get this one. I think the correct way is how is my son doing? What do he needs to work on? What can I help him? What type mm-hmm. of camps that I can put him on um, to help him to be a, a effective player? That's, that's right. how you go to a coach. Yeah. Right. No. Why are you Whoa. Right. And then I. Was, yeah.
3: No, she's right. That's as, matter of fact. Why don't you teach your son or your daughter how to do it?
2: Right? Absolutely.
3: And so that's okay. right. You're not playing why don't you go and ask the coach, what can I work on? Why are you going? Because you can't go to college and do it, right? You're right. Well, why don't you send you, and you're right. Now, if you're like sixth grade and down, yeah, it's iffy, you know, but like Kawaska said, you still go as a parent going, hey, what can my kid work on? They're young. But when you get seventh grade and up, Tell your child to go to say, hey, matter of fact, I did that with mine. Because when they were in football, Christ, when they first started, they were starting. And then all of a sudden they weren't starting. And I said, well, why aren't you starting? No, no, no. I said, well, why don't you ask the coach? What can you work on? What is it? So they came back and found out there was a few things that they needed to work on. I said, okay, then didn't work on them. I said, ask the coach, what can you work on? Don't ask them to put you in. Just ask them, hey, what can I work on? But why why are you going up to talking to the coach? Listen, if you want a
2: job, I think, I, and you yeah, you're right. I, what I think is there's levels to this. Right, you got little league. Right, you have middle school, mm-hmm. you have high school, and then college. So little league. Time to go to the next level. We gotta back up. Now I never done it. I, right. I let my, I let the coaches take care of their business on the field, and I loved it. Right. I loved it. I was one of those get them, <laughs> get them. But at the end of the day, it's levels. It's time to step up. Just like they have to step up, as a parent, we have to take the next. Uh, we have to step up to the next level. And right. so we need to know our plays. Yeah, we need to know our plays. Right. Yeah. Because we we're teaching them. Right. If they see us show up, they're gonna show up.
3: Exactly.
2: So yeah. it's a lesson. It's a I lesson. I always said, yeah, I always said that the game of foot uh game of life is football. Just have to pay attention.
3: I mean, listen. If you're a boss, you are you gonna want somebody walking up on your job going, "Why you didn't? Why you didn't put my wife in?
2: <laughs> right? Or why you didn't? Get, or why you didn't give my son the job? I filled out the application.
3: Right? You're not gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? So you're gonna be like, "Hey, let, teach your teachers, teach your son how to do it, or teach your daughter how to." To stand up and go up to the coach themselves, not you go and do it because you're not going to be able to fight it. You know what I'm saying? You're not going right. to be able to. Because when they get in high school and college, they're gonna they're gonna have to learn how to do it themselves. You know what I'm saying? Oh man! Yeah, yeah. and you
2: know,
0: and you know, as a bench in uh, pro, you get paid to be on the bench. Everybody Ooh. on the team in pro are getting paid. <laughs> Whether they play or not, they're getting paid. That's right. So, Look now. <laughs>
3: now uh, listen, I'll warm, warm that bench up for ten thousand dollars a game. Come on, God, right. I'll be
0: right. You <laughs> ready I'll be to on go? There go. You ready, on. Right. Go, go? You ready to go
3: in? I'll be like, no, I ain't ready to go in. You are you got it, you got it. No, let me stop. But you're right. You it's know a, it's,
2: right. It's about being you still on the winning team. Yeah. Right, so you, you still on the winning it. team, right? Yeah. Soto went. Let me bring this up. DeSoto for the first time in history went to state, and I'm pretty sure that everybody didn't get to play, but oh, I bet you they was glad they went to state. Oh. And not only that they went to state, they won state. Wow. Yeah. I bet you no parent was not in no coach face talking about my son cannot play. Right. We all was excited because we're going to state the first time in history. Wow. Yeah. Count it all joy. Yeah. Count it all joy. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. It's,
3: it's, <laughs> it's a it's a good thing. It's a good yeah, thing. It is. You know, but it, it all depends. It's it's all how you're looking at it.
2: You it know, right. now so I
3: perfect. do. I do believe that if a coach um, does put a put a kid or um, athlete on the bench, sit down and talk to them. You know, let them know why you did it, Right. Um, and just be upfront with them so they can get a better understanding. If it's, you know, I need you to work on this, or if it's, you know, your grades right. or your attitude. You know, sometimes it's, you can have an all-American player, but have the most suckiest attitude, right? Just arrogant. And right. let them
2: know oh, that's your it attitude positive. is positive. Yeah. yeah,
3: they could be all-American, yeah. but they're cocky, yeah. disrespectful, walk around like
2: arrogant.
3: arrogant. Yeah, And if the coach sit them on the bench, I think people don't understand that hurt a coach more to sit their top player on the bench um, because they need them, but their attitude is is causing um, discord among the team or it's causing issues, right? Right. So if you're sitting them on the bench, it's like, listen, I'm sitting you because of your attitude, right? I need better character. Coaches are now, or I I seen an article and I wish I could find it. No, we posted it, that the coaches are Mm -hmm. looking for character now. And matter of fact, I had an that, agent I talked to and he said, listen, he said, I've been doing this 20 years. He said i'll I'll bypass a million dollar player come on to just deal with somebody with a good character and a good attitude. He said, I, I don't care about the money no more. I've seen it been it been there, had it, it doesn't bother me. He said because I've had million dollar plus players high draft players and have the worst attitude in the world i'd Ooh. rather take someone who who may not be top draft but have the best yeah. attitude i can work for him right they're easier right. to work for he, so sometimes kids are, that are being benched or or young people i mean um, athletes it's because there's some of them it's their attitude Show up right. You know what I'm saying? Got a little cocky, run a play that they want to run. I I've seen them even in basketball, I've seen them get benched. I've heard the coach say, run, run this, and then they ran what they want to run. And coach like pull them out in a heartbeat just switched them. Just like that. Because it was like you did what you wanted to do, you didn't do what I told you to do.
2: Told you. And sometimes it's just
3: character. It's characters, right? right. You got to mature. It's just you can't go to your job with Karen and do what you want to do, can you?
0: <laughs> oh, wait, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. That's no, I whole. cannot. I cannot, yeah, you can't. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, that that is a very good point. You know, when I was reading this article about this player where the coach the team sent the You know, the crewed home, they were just saying how they sure that that was a gut wrenching decision to have to send him home because here their whole state, you know, to win state was on the line. But the thing is, there is no, there's not an I in team, it's the whole team. That's right. And so, uh, even though they sent him home, that team did win state. They went on in one state, but at the same time, that that coach making that decision probably became a life lesson to that Less kid because they, they had had other problems with him, and so they needed to make a stand, and they did. They made a stand, which is going to help him probably when he goes off to college, that you can't pull that when, you, when somebody is in authority and over you you know, you have to do what you're supposed to do. But at the same time, you know, there was opportunity for those who are on the sideline to come up to play. So it, it's kind of a win-win. It can, right. it can work, you know, both ways. And yeah, I
3: have to to the coach. We should have more coaches like that make decisions mm-hmm. with these athletes that, you know. So it's, it's again, it's not a bad thing, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all how you look at it. So I get it,
2: right? Yeah. There's three things you can learn out of the bench warmer. Y'all want to know what it is? Okay. Okay. Character. That's right. Conduct and conversation. Mm. Those are three main things that you can learn while sitting on the bench. Character, conduct, and conversation. That's right. That's good.
3: That's That's important.
2: Character, right. Character. What you do when nobody's not looking? That's right. You know, sitting on the bench, nobody ain't paying attention. Mm. I'm on the bench. Right. I'm
3: doing. Right. Right. I ain't paying attention. Are you Are you Calls watching Are you sitting over That's there it. talking? You know. Are you, right. are you just like whatever, nonchalant? You know. Right.
2: Right. Because you, you
3: don't think those cultures aren't watching you while you sitting on that bench? Oh yeah.
2: We're watching everything.
3: They're watching if yeah. you're you're focusing, they're watching if you're just sitting over there, you know, talking.
2: You playing, laughing, yeah. right yeah. Now
3: when you're a little kid, of course, you're not right now. Right. That's different.
2: That's different. Right.
3: But when you get to a certain age, they're watching. What are you doing while you're sitting right. there? Are you really learning something? You know, or are you just I'm right. on the bench, I don't yes. care. You know, kind of attitude. Right. So it's it's um it's funny to me okay. sometimes. Okay.
1: Oh, Sorry, y'all. I had to get it together. I look. I got. I had to go to here up and load this little laptop because it was not giving me no love on that iPhone. So sorry for that, y'all. No,
2: you good. And then
1: I couldn't this hear y'all. See, I upgraded my head. Look, i upgraded my headphone. I look like Shannon now. Hey, <laughs> yes, welcome. <laughs> welcome. Brian is gonna be so proud ben, of me. Have you back? <laughs> Oh, I I'll just catch. I'll just kind of catch up with y'all as y'all go. I'm sorry for the interruption. Oh I, no, you're good. Interruption.
0: <laughs> you good. You can go ahead <laughs> and. Uh, you have anything to say about bench warming versus playing time? Sure,
1: I have a lot to say. Oh. Ooh, let's go. <laughs> I have something to say. <laughs> <laughs> hey. hey. Look, I was, now I wasn't a bench warmer anything. Look, he put ice in his bag. Okay, got jokes. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, silly. Oh
1: my god, he put ice in his bag. Okay. <laughs> so, as far as bench warming, I think it can go a couple of different ways. I heard Shannon a little early before my phone went out about you can kind of take that as a um you know you know, example of like preparing you for college or if you, Icy is back, we missed you. Okay, um, <laughs> preparing, <laughs> preparing us for like, you know, for the kids for like, if you got a red shirt that year, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, I think that sometimes the bench warming is not so much of a kid either messing up. It's not where a kid maybe is not good enough You just sometimes have kids that have talent. Some schools are just loaded, and they can't work the other guys in. And you come into that, for example, a school like Allen, they probably have about 20 first-string status-type kids, but they they only can put 11 on the field at one time. And Hmm. they probably never get the chance to see the field. You know, I can even speak in, you know, sometimes coaches don't even learn to trust their players. They probably have seen them, you know, they have seen them perform. And for some reason, when it's time for being on the big stage, they never take a chance on them. The problem with sometimes when you have a big stage, you know, some of the guys you have out there that's your first string. They're doing one mistake after the other, but you still fail to trust the guys that are working and doing that same workout every week. But you fail to trust the other guys. At this point, if your first string is messing up, what do you have to lose? How do you know that that second or third string kid can't step up to the plate if you never put them out under pressure? You know what I mean?
0: Right. So,
1: I mean, I just think that it's a lot of ways that it could be used, I mean, I can just straight up, be straight up right now. My son went through that and anybody that knows him knows that he's a capable player. You don't go from one school that you've like grew up in and that entire community. And then you go to your crosstown rival by chance. And the, the day, the first day you get on the field and the first game, you ex, you become a- You you explode. You you sh- you turn into a big playmaker, you know. Mm-hmm. And then the entire season, not just one game, but every game, there were big plays made, big important plays made. To me, that speaks to a coach. He didn't learn how to catch a ball, run routes, shake guys up over the summer or over the spring. He's been knowing that, you know. And that's a lot of kids. A lot of kids have grown up to learn their craft, yeah. practice their craft. They don't learn in a summer that I can go play. And I was on the same type of powerhouse team. To me, it speaks to the coaching. Some guys are so used to coaching the smaller skilled kids, not saying anything about kids, but some have, some schools we know have a little bit more developed talent than others. It doesn't mean these kids aren't good, you know, they may just have a little bit more development, you know, at another program. But some coaches have been used to coaching a lower caliber or lower division uh, school that when they decide to get up there and coach powerhouses, they've really bit off more than they can chew. So they probably should take themselves back to learn, how do I know if this guy is running right the right routes? Some of them are just there putting kids in the game off of who they know or because this kid's taller, this kid's faster. A kid may be taller or faster doesn't mean he's doing all the fundamental and technical things that that smaller kid is doing. You know, it happens. They, they display what it is on the field. So if you go from one school to the next, and you failed to know you had this explosive talent in one season, how did you miss that? How did you let that kid get away? So in that case, you've had a guy sitting on the on a bench in their junior year. And I'm speaking from straight-up experience. My kid is a senior now. He didn't get any junior film. Wow. So therefore, it affected his recruitment. He's totally under-recruited now. But every game you were seeing them in the headlines or player of the game type stuff, you know, and it's not about that. But the fact that you're capable of being that explosive for another team that's known to be a powerhouse team, you know, somebody missed that at the other school, you know. And, you know, it's just kind of hard that some kids suffer. They become a bench warmer, but not bench warmer material which makes kids sink into depression. You know, you don't realize that they try to carry on every day to be the tough guy because football makes you be tough. There's mm-hmm. a lot of kids crying inside because they can't understand why they're not getting the attention that they need to get, you know, or I'm working my butt off equally or even harder. You know, you got some guys that may miss practice out of dress code through the week. And they're following, you know, whatever it is that the rules are, they're getting to get in that game every day, every week. But the other kid that's doing everything right, you all of a sudden are just overlooked, you know? And so it's it's a it's a topic that's hard because so many people are on that bench that don't deserve to be.
3: So then the question is this when you when you have a school like an Allen or an OU. Yeah. Um, these Mm -hmm. powerhouses school, Mm -hmm. right? Right. As a parent, the question goes, do I leave my kid there Mm. or do I move them, right? Mm. Um, I like, like when I had to move, when I moved my daughter to where we are and I said, and she's like, man, I don't want to start all over. And I said, listen, I said, "I sometimes I like the underdog. I said, because you can go in and you can dominate right yeah. i have an opportunity to dominate so is the question goes are, as parents you you you're wondering because i know parents have these questions out there do i try to find the powerhouse school hmm. or do i find a school that's the underdog and give my kid an opportunity to dominate for the school does that make sense
1: mhm mm-hmm.
3: yeah that's that's the million dollar question. Do I leave my kid here at this powerhouse? And now we're two years in, and there's a chance he may not or she may not play and and take her to us take her him or her to another school. That's not a powerhouse, but I know they're gonna get playing time. What do you do? I,
1: in in my situation, and I think in a lot of people, because there's been multiple people that asked. How did you, were you afraid to take that risk? Your kid's going to be a senior. The thing about it is, um, I always said, if you're going to make a move, don't make a dumb move. You know, don't make a move because you think. Get clarity first. Get some understanding. Find out what things are looking like. Because of the fact of my son, in his case, he's a comp- he's a competitor. He's uh, not afraid of competition. You know, you have certain parents who are honest with their kids that my kid's good, but I know he's not good, uh, good as a couple of kids there. In that case, to me, you may want to take them down to another level because you may run into the same problem going to another powerhouse. But if you know your kid is 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 better than some guys that are out there are equally as good, as good as the guys that are starting at the school he's po- possibly considering moving from, then why 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 not take him to another powerhouse because if if a coach knows how to recognize talent he's going to be there any you know anyway yeah my son left one powerhouse to another powerhouse that's really considered a bigger powerhouse than the one he left at this moment you know over the years they kind of been battling back and forth of who's the better team you know the last few years the one we end up at end up being the better team for the last 3 years you know and then you know from there, they kind of went every other year battling between each other. But my my if your kid ain't scared of competition, because that's one thing you gotta also remember, you don't want a kid going to another school. Now you get to play and do now, you feel like you the man or the woman, whatever it is, then you get back in college, back in the same position. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I always mm-hmm. feel like if you know your kid can get out here and compete with the best and he's proven time and time again like your son shannon right he's a receiver right he's a wide receiver and you probably can promise it's a lot of kid guys that probably can't line up against him that can hold them so if you know what kind of receiver your son is of course you take him to the best because he ain't doing nothing but he gonna get bored you know routing up all these other weaklings you know what i mean <laughs> so, the school my son went to, first, second, third string receivers were good. If my son would have been missing in a game, the guy next there's going, you know, it ain't going. You ain't going to see too much of it. They're, they had a they had a nice receivers core. So,
3: well, it all depends. I, you, you're right about that. It all depends when when you take a kid, like we'll say, you know, the wide res My son. If he's a leader, then mm-hmm. he'll rally that team up and yeah. say, Listen, I've played in a powerhouse.
1: Right, 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 right. I can show
3: you the ropes. We can be that powerhouse at this level. It all mm-hmm. depends on now if that if, if the kid's not a leader, then no, they're gonna go there and they're gonna drown, they're gonna get frustrated That's and they're right. not gonna but if they're a leader, mm-hmm. then they're gonna go, I was where you are. Like I can mm-hmm. you can get to this level. I can right, show right. You, coach. I know how to, I know how to win. I played yeah. on a winning team. So right. yeah, that, yeah. yeah, it all depends on what kind of, what kind of kid you're dealing with when you, and, and it's funny because that's kind of like the situation with, with, with my daughter. Yeah. It's like, look, you need, you got to learn how to rally together. You know, she went from six, six a She's playing five, five a right now. So it's, and she, so it's like, it's okay, but they're really good though. Right. So it's, she got in there and she made friends and she got, you know, in her, just mingled with the coach. And so it's like, look, and, and they actually are working together as a team and the girls is good. There were some tough cookies. Right. Right. So it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's not about always playing for the powerhouse it's how can i be an influence no matter where i go you ever seen that post where they say throw me to the wolves and i'll lead yeah. the pack you know yeah. if you have that kind of mentality it's like you could put me on 583848 eight, eight. i'm going to lead them to a championship yeah. period right because mm-hmm. right. winning and in and, and that drive is in you then you're going to help them get there you, Right. I love Jalen from um OU's first interview. I don't know if you guys ever seen it. And they won. And he set a record. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
3: did mm-hmm. you see the interview? And he had set a record. Yep. And and so the lady was interviewing him. She's like, You guys just won. And he had this straight face. Yeah. And now this is a powerhouse yeah. college, right? You say about <laughs> or- and they <laughs> had a And that straight face. And he goes, I gotta talk to my boys. We got to do better. Mm-hmm. And I just sat there, mm-hmm.
1: and she's mm-hmm. like,
3: "You, oh, that's you
1: weird. set this record,
3: and you did it." And mm-hmm. she was like, "That
2: wasn't it. That's not it."
3: And this is a powerhouse. And he go, he didn't take the credit for the record. That record for didn't. Anything. Anything I remember before. that. He didn't. Mm-hmm. He he set an OU record, a newcomer record. I mean, and she's like, "You're not small." He goes, "I got to talk to my boys. We got to do yeah, better." He
1: said, "I'm not going to let that rat poison." Like, Come in other on. words, all that's not going to make. He, yeah. Those I other, love in those, interviews. I think The interviews. Yeah, me too. He just was like, he stayed humble. Like, that ain't going to make right. me off, get off my game. I like him too. He's very, right. he could, a lot of guys can learn something from him. Really? But his situation almost reminds me of my son having to leave another powerhouse to another one, even though he's on a college level. Nice. And he talked about how he got broke he broke down emotionally. He never showed us, but he said it was times that he was in his dad's lap just crying. He never saw sure? that. Uh-huh.
0: What was you know, since you experienced, you know, your son um with with playing time, did you did you ever approach the coach or did your son ever approach the coach? Did you ever advise him to approach the coach yes. as far as you know, we, we we want to talk about how did how do we, how should parents or kids deal with coaches? Do you have some experience yeah. about that?
1: There's a few different directions to go with that. In our case, I mean, I feel like this. I don't want to be the mom that's having conversations with coaches when you're out there practicing with them every day.
2: You mm-hmm. know.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing that I can say from the previous coach, everybody knows him, Coach McGuire, like an excellent guy. He is such a communicator. So the person who took the position claimed to have those same morals. So not to even get personable about it, but the whole policy is like, look, parents, we want to make these guys out of men. We always want to make sure that they know that they can always come talk to us. So which was perfect for me, because I've always felt like Jordan could afford to speak up more. Um, but a lot of coaches, strangely enough, when they would do the introduction, they would say, we don't want kids to think they're going to get in trouble from coming to ask questions. So I always would remind him of when they would do that. parent. It was like a parent athletic meeting where they would tell us this is how we do. We want the guys to ask questions first. We don't mind talking to parents. But if there's a problem. We and you come talk to us about something that your son, we don't even know there's a problem because he's approached us about it. So I always would tell Jordan, Well, have you talked to your coach? Nothing I can say or nothing you, you know, if, if he had he rarely had a complaint, but I think in his gut he started feeling something weird, but which was odd, but then they were talking to me differently. You know, he's done the he's he's had an excellent spring, excellent summer. So anyway, so with the way things are looking, it doesn't look like he was going to run into that problem. Seven on seven comes. He's great. His situation came from an injury hmm. and it really was a, it was a growth spurt and rule of th- rule of football is you don't lose your job for injury. You know, yeah, next man up. But if, for example, Zeke goes down and I mean, we can use college or NFL, but it's just across the board. If he goes down and he's down for a week or two, he don't come back and have to start at the bottom of the depth chart to come back. He's coming right back where he left off at. That backup guy probably still get reps. You don't make somebody start over that worked and earned it rightfully. So in our case, I would tell Jordan to go talk to him. But it was almost like he really didn't have to. I was trusting that what they said was right. You know, I'm thinking they're being protective. Okay, he just got released from the doctor, such and such day. This is close to week one. They're gonna be, they're gonna make sure he don't just get pushed out there. So the first game, okay, good. Second game, oh, they just probably still don't feel quite comfortable, even though he's a hundred percent. They're just being protected. I never took it that it was gonna be an ongoing thing. So after week three, I was like, okay, so I know I could tell it was bothering him. So I said, we'll go talk to your coach. Go ask them what's what because he was in a huge part of the offense. So when he tried to do his part, I I, I think a parent should make sure a kid goes to ask themselves first. Go find out. Make sure that you're honest. You straight up tell them, are you at practice working hard? Are you doing anything? Are you late? Are You know, find out if they're messing up somewhere down the line. And, and no, don't sugarcoat it, you know, are you being late to practice? Are you not giving your all? Are you getting in trouble? If they're not doing any of that? Okay, well, then now go after practice, go go to coach's office or during the class period, go, you know, and that's the steps I would advise a parent to take. Ask your son to go speak up first. Um. After they do that, you know, and it seems like they may tell them one thing and do another, you know, you wait a little bit and. I think you just respectfully asked to have a meeting. You know, I just want to know if my son's doing. I know kids may leave some stuff out sometime. He may not be telling me that he ain't he doing, you know what I'm saying? So you don't automatically think coach is picking on a, your kid because we all know kids will leave stuff out. <laughs> so in my case firsthand, they talked about him like he was the perfect kid. Like, he never gets in trouble. He does his job. You know, we're going to work it in. In their case, they had a a coach to just pass through that they put on the staff. And and he was one of the reasons that that happened. But as a head coach, you know what kid done what in the spring and done it all the way up until this. So if you let a new coach come in, you need to let that new coach, hey, this is how we had this kid working in the offense. You don't just let a guy come in three weeks before the season comes in, and your guy that was your starter is no longer playing or even touching a field. And then you have a meeting with that new position coach or that's an addition position coach, and you don't ever, you know, all of a sudden the guy's telling you, well, you're down here, and my other receivers are up here. Okay, well, what is it that he's doing? Those questions are asked. I mean, and that was straight up what this coach told us. He now coaching at Molina where he probably should have started out coaching. You know, like those are the type of kids you go coach when you tell somebody who's always open like my son. <laughs> no, you <laughs> did. I That's always I that slide? D-Rob,
2: D-Rob, Right, I right.
1: We saw that Yeah, you saw it. I had to, it went with the thing. So, you know, yes. that particular coach went to Molina. But the problem is, you have to know that you're dealing with an honest coach. Yeah, your coach yeah. can't. Coaches can't tell you stuff to keep you out of their face. Number one, I was a parent that was like, this coach could sign me up to for for something that he won't done on the team, and I'm like, he no. I'm so I'm that supportive parent, mm-hmm. busy and all. Okay, I got you, coach. I'll help you out. You know, I'll get some other parents to help us. Can you get some parents to do? He knew I was rely so I wasn't that parent that was. I don't believe that parents that are yelling and cussing coaches out in the stand during a game at practice, that is not benefiting your kid. It sure is. Uh, not And I'm not gonna get my questions answered. That's cursing right. and yelling a coach out.
2: That's so right.
1: I always and I would tell them in the meetings, I'm only calling the meeting because I want Jordan Jordan asked, you know, to me, he was afraid to speak back up. He was like he got chewed out for asking a question. He was told, we're winning and you're talking about playing time. All he did was say, coach, um, since I've been back from injury, um, am I going to start getting work back in the offense? He was a major part of the offense. Mm -hmm. We were informed he was in all packages except for two or three. Mm -hmm. You go from being in all these packages to barely getting on the field or getting in with two or three minutes left in a game that you're blowing somebody out by 80 points. Wow. Oh, so wow. why would this kid why would this kid not ask when he was one of your starters yeah. you know so it doesn't you know it was legitimate it was a legitimate reason to go ask and for that kid to go ask coach what do I need to do am I doing something wrong so that's what the first meeting was about we're gonna start getting you blah 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 but that particular one coach he was very long-winded and not saying anything the only result he came is well right now, you're right here, and the other ones are right here. Um, he had a backup quarterback
2: wow. playing
1: in front of my son. Wow! So and
2: this is this the new coach? Is this the new coach?
1: Yeah, because Coach McGuire would have never did that. Yeah, he was, oh I yeah, that. no. <laughs>
2: So that, that's what that is. Yeah. So you so yeah, he had to move move on to the uh, the real powerhouse. <laughs> yeah, that's what that is for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't
1: let people come back forty-one to fourteen, and I've been die-hard Peter Hill, but but I'm gonna put it like this: we the McGuire area Cedar Hill. They ain't never coached my son. My son's a Cedar uh, the McGuire boy, and he oh. a boy. Put it that way. Hey, mm-hmm. you so.
0: guys, we had a parent <clears throat> that sent in a question to us. They she wanted to ask us a question from L.A. and mm-hmm. she's. Uh, her question was Gardena High uh, made it to state. And so they were preparing to go to state. The team had paid for the trip. And so the mom of one of the players uh, wanted to stay in the son's room. And so the team said, no, you can't stay in the son's room. And so the mom Kept the player from going to the biggest game that was probably of that kid's life. Oh my god. Going to the state game. The mom kept that player from going. And so someone There's- wrote in to us and asked us what would what's our thoughts about that? That she was trying to get into to stay in the same the hotel room
1: with her son. And didn't allow him to play because she was not allowed to? Didn't allow her son to go to the game
0: because... He will never,
3: ever forget she that. She
0: wrote
1: that.
3: Yeah, that she wrote that.
1: That was about her.
3: That was about gonna her son. That that's
1: yeah, going to see my face? <laughs> right.
3: That's going to She me.
1: made a decision based on her personal issue or whatever her...
2: Issue. You there you go. Your kid, that's, that's, your kid. that's him. Mentally, yeah. That's that's I would say mentally emotionally. People. Yeah.
3: Mentally man. emotionally and spiritually. That's going to cost her. Yeah. She doesn't, she doesn't realize it, but that is because that did something to him mentally. You know that, yeah. that affected him. You took something from me. That all I worked. You couldn't stay in the room. Why yeah. why did you want to stay in the room? What was the purpose?
0: You know, I don't know, maybe uh, she's in And how in old four- is he? He's in high school. This was high school. And you know, right most times time, right if, if you're going out of town, you're putting two or three boys in a room. So right. it's not like he had his own private room for her to... Um,
3: so she kept him because they wouldn't let her stay in the room? First of all, of all of that's time. high school policy. I mean, yeah, that's
1: crazy. That's like if it was a female's. Basketball team and the daughter the dad come stay the, the, the the staying there. That would have been a no go. So what if she had a daughter? She wouldn't want this man exactly. staying in the room all with all her. Daughter. her daughter. So how do you feel? That's not okay. Cause listen, if you
3: would have been my son and you let another listen, d- d- by the time I tore up that school
1: <laughs> to find out, you let a woman stay in the room with all them boys, I will own your school. <laughs> and then this is another thing that she just heard. She possibly heard his recruitment. Yeah, because really. they already number one.
3: They she travel
1: h- in rooms all the time. You can't do that when he's in college.
3: And well, the crazy thing is, she humiliated him.
1: That's sad. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: she humiliated oh, this wow.
3: boy. That's mental. You embarrassed me. You took me because you couldn't stay in the room. So
1: you you benched me for no reason? So you basically, yeah, your so mom, the coach didn't bench you. Your mom benched you.
2: There you go. That's
1: wrong. Yeah, she didn't bench you. She took
0: him out the game.
2: Yeah.
0: That, no, and she took it, him right, out the game. game. She took him out
3: the game. He couldn't even go to the game.
1: He couldn't even so go you to the game all year practice endless and countless hours all year to get to a spot that's not easy to get to the state game
3: I wouldn't even want to go back and to you school too. you couldn't have got me to get out you the
1: bed to go you. to school that's right embarrassing that would have been to go to school to listen, listen to I would anyway. <laughs> yeah, have
2: anyway
1: yeah I don't had to rebel that time Mom. <laughs> yeah <you'd laughs>
2: like, no you're not stopping me that' no. have been like <laughs> oh God, I'm going got on, on that bus are you yeah. Here's the thing. There are parents. I'm sorry, parents. There are parents that will stop their children from their destiny. And that was a an example. Absolutely. No, no way. That's crazy. No way that you could. You wouldn't even in your right mind would think to do anything like that. You You literally stopped your own son from his purpose are you trying to because I'm pretty sure he worked his butt yeah right right he He could be doing anything else he could have been doing he could be doing anything else in this world it's so many things that these boys that can get into and you you did that yeah shame on you no
1: yeah
2: yeah at the same
1: time real quick real quick um what did did y'all already before I came back in discuss how the kid from North Shore got disciplined yeah. and did not get to perform into the? you already discussed right. that.
3: Yeah, yeah, in. we talked. Yeah, yeah that was uh, that. That was a good coach by the call. I mean, that was a great call by the coach.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know, that's it looks hum- like still won. that's humbling him. That's humbling still him. Won. Yeah. 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 So. And you might look at it as being something small because he wouldn't give him his phone, but it was about being obedient. They have a rule and they wanted them to wait a minute, focus wait on Wait a minute. Wait
3: a minute. Wait a minute.
0: They, he didn't want to give him his phone. He didn't want to give right. him his phone. They, they wanted they, it to concentrate on the game. America. Get them sleep. Mm-hmm. I would have took my
3: child, hung him upside down. <laughs> Y'all just you didn't want to give the coach the phone.
2: Are you the phone? Me? The phone.
1: He need you to go go to sleep to get some rest for your game the next day. So everybody yeah. else on the team turned their phones in and you chose on curfew not to turn if your phone. If the coach
3: would have called me and said, I'm taking your son out, because or I'm your son because he wouldn't give me the phone. I said, I would have said, better, I, I I'm on my way. He would <laughs> never
1: ever. Yeah, ever. I would have been like, you ain't got to take him out. He finna be on injury reserve. Why sure. <laughs> right? get there anyway? So injury way,
3: reserve. He, he would have been red sh- red shirt for about four,
0: five years. <laughs> yeah. Over a phone? He just heard it. You'd be I heard amazed. That kid had... Oh my
2: god.
0: You'd I heard that kid had a, had a lot, lot of
2: offers. Yeah. Oh wow. Georgia. Well, you be amazed Alabama. how these. Yeah. You'd be amazed how these kids. Uh, addicted over these phones, but that was a lesson that he had to learn because he probably felt like air, he probably was arrogant. That that player that we talked about—they get arrogant. They got so many offers; they're not humble, uh, and that need to uh, needed to happen to him to stop him in his tracks before he get grown.
3: Yeah. He he, eliminated his own
2: self from on that one. His way. own self, but mm-hmm. well, like I say, I mean they they some some players they just they they big time, so nobody can't touch them. Nobody can't you know can't tell them what to do. I is my phone. I'm gonna keep my phone, and so the coach did the right thing because in life that's not what it is. I that's mean you're right. gonna find out later on. You're going to find out later on, you know, you can't just, you know, go on a job and do anything, say anything. If the job tell you to put your phone away, yeah, you got to your put, phone your phone away. Away. <laughs> put your phone away. your phone away. I so,
3: wish I would have done something like that. Got fired. That's I, that's I got fired because I didn't put my phone away. Put my,
1: my
3: phone <laughs> Like, And you're going to go ahead and pack your bags and keep on going, what? You got fired because oh, you didn't God. put your phone away. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah.
0: Hey, you guys! Uh, I know we could go on and on and on. These are great topics, but we're going to end the show with um, what Big Mama, what Big Mama got to say. And so, you guys, let's go ahead and say our goodbyes and tell everybody to come back next see week and next share the video. Yes, thank you. you. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Yes. <laughs> so let's Merry see what Christmas Big Mama got to say. Year.
1: Can't hear.
2: Go, big mama. Go, big mama. Go, big. Okay, (laughs) anything. Oh, you can't hear it.
0: Okay. we, You know, as you know, we've had some uh, technical uh, difficulty all day today, all this evening. So it must be something going on that's trying to stop us. (laughs) So as our technical person is uh, queuing up Big Mama, because we want you to hear Big Mama. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah.
0: It's, it's just it's just a part of the show and as he's gearing it up he'll let us know when he, uh, he's ready to bring it on and we'll bring Big Mama back and we'll uh... so while we're waiting on him to give us the okay have you guys did all your Christmas shopping yet?
2: Oh uh, yes uh, I did um, it today so. No No <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh Shannon! Mm-mm. Yes, I did it today. Minute. Now
3: listen, y'all. David, <laughs> listen. I got twenty five, twenty one, sixteen. Give him a gift card, and that's it. You get your gift card. You get your money. Go buy what you want. Cause, yeah, that's my shop. That's case. my shopping tip. When they get of age, get right. a gift
1: card. Yeah.
3: Yeah, know.
1: in that case, and, then yeah,
3: yeah. Dallas is in this malls out here. Lord have
0: mercy. Ridiculous. Oh huh? my
3: gosh. No, I do not want to go fight the crowd. I don't even have the energy y'all. Mm-mm. Give them a gift card. Say Merry Christmas. Love you. And keep a stepping.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds good. You guys. So, you know, next week, you guys, we're going to talk about recruiting. Ooh, the oh, I got a lot to say oh, about good.
2: this subject. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm.
3: that will be out. nice subject. That'd be a nice... Negative recruiting, the negative and the positive, because there's some and the, uh, that should not me. be going on, and then there's
1: right, You sure some... right. Sure recruit, recruit. And then, look, the under-recruited.
3: Right. The under-recruited. ones that are highly
1: recruited, and then there's those that are under-recruited. Recruited. yeah,
3: recruited, and, and, and that under-table... Recruiting, yeah. Under
2: the table recruiting. I don't know about the okay. under table. Me too. Table, me table. either. Ooh, I can't wait to hear that. <laughs> me, <laughs> me too.
3: The hype, hi- yeah. I can talk about that under table recruiting. We saw that happen firsthand in high school.
2: All right.
3: Wow. wow. Okay,
0: he says ready. Let's go.
2: Okay. Let's go, big mama.
0: Oh, oh big mama, still can't know? hear. All right, we still still can't hear. We're still working on this, you guys, because we want you to see this. Or or we might just have to wait until next week. Maybe. maybe. What you guys think? will go ahead. We're already. Uh, it's been a trying day. But I'm yeah, thankful yeah. we're going to continue to plow through. We're gonna right. to Keep
1: going to continue to move on through. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah.
2: got to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When it's something pretty good. good. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: So, so listen,
3: guys out there, send a comment in. Send us a message. Give us a topic. We'll love to talk about it. If you want to be a guest on the show
1: please yeah.
3: message us. We would love to to have you on the show, male, female, coach, not coach, recruiter, financial advisor, agent. Anything or anyone that deals in the sports industry, president, captain, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> we will have you on the show. We will talk about it. Trainers, because trainers probably got some stories. I used to be an athletic trainer in college, and, oh, I can tell you some stories about them jokers in that locker room. Yeah. So, listen, listen. Leave us a comment. Share the page. Let everybody know because we're just getting started. Twenty yeah. twenty, yeah, blasting. We're gonna talk yeah. projects you would not believe. Yeah. It's time. It's time yeah. to, to to take things from under the rug and expose them. And let's be real about it and talk. Yeah. About
2: yes, it. yes, let's talk, let's yes. About it. All talk, right. Thank you. All Thank right. you, everyone. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. 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 Bye, ladies. See Bye. you later. See y'all later.